This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. A program for and about America's 78 million baby boomers. Here's your host, Freddie Bell. Hi, everyone. This is New Beginnings. I am Freddie Bell. Glad you're with us today. And coming up on the show, many of our favorite partners, including Label Sternbach and friends from AARP Minnesota. All this plus the words to the wise on New Beginnings. And our program is underway right now. Joining us right now is a person who's no stranger to this show, Dr. Michael Osterholm, a Regents professor and epidemiologist. He's advised presidents of the United States. He's been at the forefront of this fight on COVID-19. In your opinion, do you think doctors can do anything to leverage the doctor-patient relationship to boost the uptick in vaccine take rates? Anyone who believes they have the answer to this question, be careful, too. They probably have a bridge to sell you. Now, there are some things we can surely address in terms of why are people getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated, or why are they vaccinating their children or not. At this point, with vaccinations rates as low as they are, I think the CDC is right to leverage all the tools in their toolbox to boost vaccine uptake. One of those tools, as the Healthcare Alert focuses on, is having healthcare providers recommend vaccination to their patients. Primary care providers have always been a source of critical clinical and personal support to patients as they navigate vaccine decisions. Adults who received a provider recommendation for the COVID-19 vaccines were much more likely to be vaccinated and have a positive perception to the vaccine's efficacy and safety. So that's the positive. We know that provider recommendations can really help increase vaccine uptake. Yet, we are still seeing low vaccination numbers, and it's not a failure of the primary care docs. What we need to take a look at is why are we seeing this very, very low vaccine uptake and in many cases an absolute rejection of vaccines? Well, let's just start by looking at how Americans view their medical providers and see if that's the answer. In 2020, the Pew Research Center published data showing that although 74% of Americans have an overall positive view of medical doctors, only 49% believe they do a good job of providing recommendations all the time. 42% believe they do a good job of providing recommendations some of the time, and 9% believe that they do a good job of providing recommendations only or little of the time. To be clear, I'm not placing blame in any one group here, but it's clear we need to strengthen the doctor-patient relationship in order to help people trust recommendations made by the providers. Now, one of the challenges we have here, though, is that people come in with already formed preconceived notions on vaccines. How many primary care providers have had to go well beyond the allotted time suggested for a visit because one of their patients wanted to argue with them about the safety or the need for a vaccine? And they came in armed with all their printouts from the Internet showing why this, in fact, uh, was uh, the wrong thing to do to give that child a vaccine. We live in a world today where alternative facts are common. We live in a world today where the authority figures or those who were trusted in the past to provide us with information that could help save our family members from serious illness, hospitalizations, and deaths. And today, these people are not uh, appreciated or respected. We've even seen this spill over into the veterinary community, where today veterinarians are having a very difficult time uh, in many places to get dogs and cats vaccinated because people do not want to be told what to do or how to do it. So I think we're at a 
time where we need to take a step back as public health and medical care providers and say, what is the reason for this anti-vaccine consideration? And what can we really do about it? You know, this is not just providing information. When alternative facts rule the day, and it doesn't matter who else is providing factual information, this is a challenge. So I just want to make it clear that, yes, CDC needs to be out there and promoting these vaccines. As many of you know, Dr. Mandy Cohen, the current director of the CDC, has been very actively going throughout the entire country trying to promote the vaccine uptake. And look what's happened. Very little. And that's not a any way, shape, or form of fault of Dr. Cohen's. I appreciate what she's trying to do. But it really is signaling to us we're in a new age of vaccine and how they're used. And so from my perspective, I don't know what to do. And I think we need to really hone in on this issue and try to address what is it about society today? And, and, and I might add, this is not just in the United States. We're seeing this throughout the world. Europe is having a terrible challenge right now with the very same issues that we are on vaccine uptake. So in all my 50 years in public health, I've never ever experienced anything like this, where just what has been well understood, well appreciated, and time-honored vaccine programs that have saved so many lives are now being challenged as somehow being the work of the devil. That's just crazy. And I don't mind saying that. And so we need to understand that. It's not enough to go out and preach. It's not enough to go out and say, I'm the right, you know, I'm the one with the right information, okay? We've got a lot more work to do. And um, I, I applaud anyone right now who's willing to take this issue on and to try to understand. At this point, you can't change it till you understand it. We don't understand it right now. So this is going to be a challenge for the future. And for the sake of my grandkids, I hope, I hope we can find answers and approaches that will change the current mindset of vaccine uptake and what that means. That's Dr. Michael Osterholm on New Beginnings. Thank you so much for joining me this weekend. And now it's time for a little information from the lighter side of my desk. The National Forest Service is weighing in on a viral video. Maybe you even saw it of a Tesla Cybertruck sliding down a snowy hillside. The video shows a truck with a Christmas tree tied to its roof and then getting stuck at the bottom of the hill. A driver in a Ford pickup truck comes to the rescue and gets the Tesla back to safer ground. The Forest Service is now using the mishap to educate people on online maps and the best off-road practices on public lands. A humpback whale in southeast Alaska is making history. Scientists from the California-based SETI Institute say that they had a conversation with the whale back in August of 2021. They played a recorded call underwater and the whale responded. Scientists say it's the first known communication between whales and humans. The SETI Institute, which looks for potential signs from aliens, also admits it could be the model for communicating with extraterrestrials. And just in time for the holiday dinner, the experts are ranking the best spots to catch lobster in California. Based on the catch reported for the 22-2023 season, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife say that the number one spot is Catalina Island near L.A., then San Diego Bay, and then the stretch from Point Vicente to King Harbor near Redondo Beach. To catch the spiny lobster, you need a fishing license and you can only take them by hand or by hoop net. Lobster 
lobster season opened in October and runs through March 15th. To eat spiny lobster, the experts say grill it for three to five minutes on each side with garlic butter and lemon wedges. And finally, four things that you probably didn't know. There are around 800 books about the Titanic published over the last 55 years. Approximately 73% of U.S. homes have gone wireless only, using only cell phones and no landlines as of August 2023. Number two, before drinking coffee, people wash their hands with it. Wow. And number one, a Florida man has almost 2,500 VHS copies of the movie Titanic. I'm Freddie Bell from the lighter side of my desk this weekend. Thank you for listening to New Beginnings. You can stay up to date with this show. All you have to do is go to Google or to Apple and download the Freddie Bell Radio Shows app. Yes, download the Freddie Bell Radio Shows app and you'll be up to date on everything concerning this show and anything related to Freddie Bell. More to come. Stay with us. And now our supporting partner, AARP in the Twin Cities. This is New Beginnings. I'm Freddie Bell, and it's really a pleasure to come into your home, your car, wherever you may be today to talk with us. And I'm excited because Kathy McClear from AARP, she's the state director. She's joining us. And (laughs) I know it's a little early, maybe not too early, but let's talk about taxes, Kathy McClear. Yeah, well, that that tax deadline, it hits every year at April 15th, doesn't it, Freddie? It does, it does. And I know there's some people who smiled as we talked about tax, but there's some help that can be gained from AARP. Can you share share some information with us about that? Yeah, we are so proud of this program. So since 1968, the AARP Foundation Tax Aid Program has been providing free tax help and assistance, prep assistance, to more than 75 million taxpayers. And these are all volunteer tax preparers who are focused on older adults with low to moderate income. You know, I don't know about you, Freddie, but taxes stress me out and I don't wanna do it wrong. And these tax aid volunteers uh, across the nation, including here in Minnesota, they are trained, they are IRS certified every year. Um, They know about and understand all the latest changes and additions to the tax code. And these folks are amazing at making sure individuals get all of those tax credits and refunds that they are entitled to. Everyone, we're talking about tax assistance through AARP. It's interesting that you've got a long-standing record of helping people. Talk about the tax aid locator and where we can find these individuals. Yeah, so last year there were 74 sites across Minnesota, many of them right here in the Twin Cities, as well as some virtual support. And we're really excited that this year we're going to be having some Uh, limited ability to have taxes prepared at the AARP Information Center at the Mall of America even. And so if you are interested in getting some help, getting those taxes done, and now I should say, you know, if you have a farm or you own a business, our folks can't help you. This is really for folks who have pretty simple tax returns. Mm -hmm. Um, But you our tax aid locator launches uh, middle of January and the site's open in very early February. And all you have to do is go to aarpfoundation.org forward slash tax aid. And that's tax aid, T-A-X-A-I-D-E for details. To give our listeners an idea of how important this is, how many folks, how many individuals, how many members or non-members were you able to help last year with tax aid? Yeah, so, you know, The tax code is complicated and oftentimes taxpayers end up overpaying. 
they turn to services that they can't afford or they just don't file. And that means that they're missing out on tax credits or deductions, again, that they have really earned. Last year, our volunteers here in Minnesota, and again, this is an all-volunteer run program, mm. they serve 35,012 Minnesotans uh, wow. through our volunteer program. And AARP membership is not required. Um, again, we do focus on those who are 50 and older who have low to moderate incomes, but you don't have to be an AARP member to take advantage of those services. How can we get information about tax aid and uh, get access to these individuals who are volunteering their time to help people like you and me? Yeah, again, go to aarpfoundation.org forward slash tax aid, and you'll be able to find out what documents you need to bring. Uh, and what, you know, what services folks can provide, uh, making sure you have your income, payments, deductions, adjustments, credits, health insurance, all of that before your appointment. And the other thing I want to point out, Freddie, is that if you recall, your listeners probably remember, we passed um, some fabulous legislation last year that provides additional relief for Social Security recipients. And Mm -hmm. so more individuals who receive uh, Social Security benefits in Minnesota, they will Uh, fewer of them will be paying taxes on that income. And so these folks can help sort through all of that and and make sure that folks uh, get those deductions. That's a really big benefit for people across the state of Minnesota. And uh, additionally, from what I understand, uh, membership in AARP is not required to access this, this help for your taxes. It is not required to be an AARP member. We're here to serve all. All right. However, I will quickly say that if you'd like to become a member, that's that's a good thing as well. Any final thoughts today about the tax aid or the kind of help that AARP does lend people across the state of Minnesota? You know, this is just such a tremendous service and uh, our volunteers are so dedicated. I just encourage folks to look into it if you need a little help uh, getting those taxes filed because those volunteers are really fantastic. All right. She's Kathy McClear, Minnesota's state director for AARP, and this is New Beginnings. And now it's time for my song of the week. A Minnesota man who spent several years building a record-setting collection of items related to the rock group KISS is selling it off due to financial problems. Vern Simon conducted a count of the items in his collection last year and found that he had nearly 3,800 KISS-related dolls, comic books, toys, and other items. After he submitted the count to the Guinness Book of World Records, he was certified as having the largest known collection of KISS memorabilia. Simon says he's sad to have let his collection go, and he said it was necessary to find a way to take care of his family. It makes me think of one of the biggest hits by Kiss, and it's called Beth, number seven on Billboard's Hot 100, and here it is right now. Just 
My song of the week, that's Beth. It's Kiss's biggest commercial hit in the United States. It reached number seven on the Billboard Hot 100, received a gold record certification, and won the 1977 People's Choice Award for Favorite Song. In 2003, Beth ranked number three in VH1's Top 25 Ballads. I'm Freddie Bell, and that's my song of the week. Today is Ditch New Year's Resolutions Day. Ah, New Year's resolutions. They're a great opportunity to really set ourselves up for some magnificent failures and disappointments. Am I right? Well, there comes a time when you just have to acknowledge that your New Year's resolutions were unreasonable and unrealistic, and that time is today. Rejoice in your newfound freedom from torturous diets and horrible exercise regimes. Pick up that pack of smokes and down another glass of wine. Ditch your New Year's resolutions day sets you free from your first mistakes of the new year. So don't keep yourself tied to them any longer. Realize that you've got to make real strides all year long to make any kind of change happen and start looking at real lifestyle changes. Take little bits at a time and you can make your whole life a resolution and you can leave the bitter disappointments of not going down a few sizes behind you. Today is Ditch Those New Year's Resolutions Day. Thank you for listening, and this is New Beginnings. Get the most from AARP, including advice and support to help you care for your loved ones. Fraud prevention with tips and tools to help protect you from scams and fraud, including a free helpline if you've been targeted, a scam tracking map, and watchdog alerts via email through the AARP Fraud Watch Network. If you don't know AARP, you don't know ARP. More information at AARP.org.
Vaccines.gov is your trusted source for vital vaccine information, offering a user-friendly platform to access up-to-date details on vaccines, including COVID-19, discover nearby vaccination locations, understand vaccine safety, and access resources for healthcare providers. With multilingual support and comprehensive educational materials, Vaccine.gov empowers individuals and communities to make informed decisions, promoting public health through vaccination. Stay informed, stay protected is all at your fingertips on Vaccines.gov, a message from the Minnesota. Minnesota Department of Health. This is a news-oriented broadcast, and all information is educational in nature is not intended to be legal, securities, tax, or insurance advice. Please consult with the appropriate professional before acting on information heard during the broadcast. And now, our supporting partner, AARP in the Twin Cities. Treasury and CD rates have started falling, and now is the time to lock in those high-yield returns. Join us this week as we talk about where to find bank CDs that are offering 10% or more annualized returns. Joining us now is Label Sternbach. So, Label, hello and welcome back to the show. Hey, how are you doing today? <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm excited. Before we begin, can you explain to us where to find bank CDs that are offering 10%? That seems really interesting. And can you give us a brief refresher on what a bank CD is and if they're really safe? Yeah, let's let's take it from the top. So um, bank CDs, what are bank CDs? So bank CDs, you know, they used to be the staple of everyone's retirement plan. In fact, <laughs> I knew people who were at my first retirement plan when I was planning on it. It was like, I'm just going to go get bank CDs that are paying 5% and I will be good, Right. Um, and then we had 20 years of basically 0% interest rate and mm. that went away. Mm. Um, and you had to go elsewhere to get returns, but bank CDs, uh, for those who are, you know, finally starting to get marketed for them is a certificate of deposit. It is essentially you give money to the bank and in exchange for letting the bank hold on to it for a period of time, they will give you a guaranteed interest rate over that period. That is what it is. Um, one of the important features of it is that you always get your principal back at the end, right? Plus some interest. Um, you get you know, FDIC insurance. So it's like a bank account, right? Up to $250,000 is protected by FDIC insurance, um, which makes it really appealing in that way because your principal is always guaranteed. The interest rate is guaranteed as long as the bank is going to still be in business. And they, you know, in theory, if you wanted to surrender it early, you could. You're just giving up, you know, a certain amount of interest if you give it up, which unlike, you know, um, unlike insurance products that may sound the same, where if you give up an insurance product earlier, you have surrender fees, you have market adjustments, things like that, which, you know, uh, so while they may pay, you know, slightly better rates, there's a lot more on the, the back end. So, Having said that, that's what a bank CD is. The cool thing is, is that not all bank CDs have to be tied to the interest rate doesn't have to be a fixed amount. Just like annuities don't have, you know, there's more than just having fixed interest rate annuities. You have market index annuities. You can have the same thing for CDs. So you can have a CD that the interest rate that it pays is tied to other things other than, you know, a fixed rate. So for instance, you can have something that's tied to the stock market and it'll say you get to, you know, if the stock market goes up by 10%, you're going to get, you know, 50% of the return. Or it can say, you know, more often than not, it'll be something like if the market goes up, you get up to 
10%, you know, return. So the market goes more than 10%, you're capped at the 10%. If it gets less than 10%, you get less than that. Um, but you'll always get your principal back. Um, and so those are, you know, those are really cool. You also have things that, you know, operate on uh, more of an interesting, you know, esoteric level where you have, you know, something called dual direction. So whether the market goes up or down, you'll get a positive return. So the market goes up 10%, you get 10%. If the market goes down 10%, you still get a 10% return, right? Um, and, you know, all kinds of flavors and variations and all kinds of cool things that can be done with these CDs, all kinds of time horizons, right? Anywhere from 13 months and on, uh, or even 12 months. Um, so you can really kind of dial in what exactly it is that you want and have that same kind of protection of, well, I know I'm going to get my principal back and... Even if the bank fails, I have FDIC insurance to protect me up to 250000 which as an investment, you, I mean, it, that's kind of technically even better than an insurance product, an annuity, where you're just guaranteed that, you know, okay, the annuity company is, you know, hopefully solvent. Um, but if they aren't, right, who knows how much money you're going to get on your dollar. So with that, uh, that type of, it's really interesting, but do you, are they hard to find? I'm thinking 10%. Uh, that's that's a lot. Are there any, is there any bank that's paying that right now? Yeah. So, so 10% was, you know, actually this morning, right there, there's a bank <laughs> paying that. Um, they're capping the return at 10%. I got for, I got, you know, two weeks ago, I got for my clients ones that were paying 20%. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Now, again, it's not guaranteed, right? The rate is not guaranteed. It's if the market goes up, you get up to 20%, right? We're up to 10%. And, you know, it's it's kind of flavor of the week, right? Every week they come out with something different based on what the market is doing. And again, because these are market stuff, if you've got enough money, you go to the bank and you can negotiate with them and or multiple banks and negotiate with them and get the best deal possible. Um, there's there's a lot of flexibility. What I will tell you is this is not something that you can walk into your local, you know, credit union, your local bank branch and ask them for it is something that you have to go through either a broker dealer or through a, a registered investment advisor. Um, and even if you go to your advisor and say, hey, I want one of these things, there's no guarantee that they have access to it or that they you know, have access to a broad marketplace of those to be able to go find those things, right? Um, or that they understand what they're looking at. So you want to make sure that you're dealing with somebody who knows the ins and outs um, because these are, you know, products that can be structured any which way and they're really cool and they're really great if they're used the right way. Um, but if not, right, you can easily lose your money, uh, just like with annuities, right? You, I mean, you'll get your principal back, but that doesn't mean that you won't end up with no money at the end of the road, right? You'll just have your principal, um, but you'll have missed out on all of the market's growth for five years, 10 years or whatever. So with a lot of different instruments, you always uh, have a cautionary tale that goes along with them. And, I, and I'll and i call it that rather than a catch. So is there a cautionary tale uh, with certificates of deposit? So with certificate of deposits, it's, you got to, with these market link stuff, the, the cautionary tale is really understand what, what you're getting into. Um, you, you know, they're... It's the the interest rate isn't fixed, and the more that there's variability in terms of what it is, uh, how it pays out, and what the conditions are, the greater the potential upside. Um, what you also have is, and I see this in the insurance world also, they've been really pushing these like hybrid indexes, where it's, it used to be like, okay, you got 
you know, it was one year point to point of the S&P 500, right? And that was simple and easy to understand. It was, you had a cap, a participation rate, a floor, then, you know, you, you knew, okay, market goes up 10%, I get, you know, 5% of it, right? It was simple to understand. But as the insurance companies need to make more money, they started tweaking that and they started introducing these other indexes. And they'll show you these back-tested results to show like, oh, you're going to make a crazy amount of money. Um, but the thing is, is that there's no guarantee that that's what the future is going to look like. And when I've been seeing a lot of these indexes, these indexes don't really perform well moving forward. Um, and so they're constantly coming out with new ones. The companies that are creating these indexes know that. They know that these are going to underperform the broader market. So that's why they're offering it. And they're really offering it because they know that the vast majority of advisors, the mass, the vast majority of consumers don't understand what these products are, what these indexes are. And they're going to just see, oh, I get 200% participation rate. That's like if the market goes up, I get twice that amount. And you just see that and you get blinded by the greed that you miss the fact that the market, they, they define the market as being some, you know, imaginary monopoly thing that doesn't really exist and doesn't really work. Um, and very few people have the sophistication or the knowledge uh, and experience to know that the thing that they're building has been proven, you know, to not work. Um, you know, and so it's like, okay, well, you're, you're, you're getting 200% participation of something that's not going to make more than, you know, two or 3% over the next few years. Why would you do that? Right. It doesn't make sense. So that's the cautionary tell. What I will say is you will get your principal back. Right. So as long as you don't, you know, commit yourself to an insane period of time, um, which I, I, you know, I really, you know, for me, it's kind of like, you know, two or three years is the max on those things. Because mm -hmm. you really don't know what the world's going to be like in three years, right? That, that's a very far period to to be betting on. But I do know kind of I'm going to have a good idea of what the world's going to look like in the next two years, at least when it comes to interest rates, when it comes to, you know, stock returns. I know what that potential is. I know what that potential universe is. Um, the market can always prove us wrong, but there, that's a bet that I'm willing to take. To say where the market's going to be in five years from now, 10 years from now, that's that's an insane bet. Interesting. So with with the, the 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 nuanced piece of the certificate of deposit, so why would you go that way when that annuity product is out there for everybody right now? So the problem with the annuity product and and the problem the problem with the annuity product is that there are too many levers that they can control that you don't you don't get to see what it's going to be right. So they can change from year to year what your participation rate is, what the caps are. All of the levers that they have, they can change that from year to year. So you buy contract A, but in year in year two, that turns into something else entirely, right? And if you had been presented with what it now is in year two, you know, up front, you never would have purchased it. But that they didn't present it to you, right? They didn't give it to you. They they wrote it in black and white that this is a potential to happen. But you, you know, nobody understands it well enough to be able to decipher that. And nobody, it also requires a certain, you know, amount of anticipation. And I mean, I'll be honest, like I, I, I understand it. And I even looking at the contracts can't anticipate what I've actually seen happen, right? It's they, they have too many levers that they can control. So what I tell people when it comes to annuities, look at the guaranteed values. If the guaranteed value isn't something that you would purchase, then don't buy it because you don't know everything else is monopoly money and you don't know that you're going to get it. 
right? They have too many levers to control that you may not get the hypothetical illustration, but you will get the guaranteed number. So, you know, if if the guaranteed number uh, solves your problem and it gives you the liquidity that you want, then it's a great product, right? All for it, 100%. There are things that you can get with annuities that you can't get anywhere else. But if you need some of that hypothetical growth, then, you know, you really got to take a good hard look of, well, am I really going to get that hypothetical growth? Because I can virtually guarantee you that you're not going to get it. Interesting. So, so you've got the, the CD, you've got the annuity. Are there other similar investments out there? Yeah, there definitely is. Um, so just like you got different flavors of annuities, you got different flavors of these types of investments that offer exposure to the market with some level of protection, right? So you have, you have something called structured products, um, or principal protected note. So a principal protected note is like the cousin of a market CD. It has all the same features of a market link CD. Principal is protected, right? You're guaranteed to get your money back as long as the bank is solvent. Uh, you're going to get return. You're going to get upside tied to some kind of index, right? So it's got all those same features you want. The one thing you're giving up, though, is FDIC insurance, ah. right? So it's if the bank goes under, then you just become, it gets converted into common stock of the bank and you stand in line with every other, you know, creditor. Um, it, it, you actually stand behind the line because creditors come first. Um, so you're giving up that, that protection, right? So, which is fine if you're going with like JP Morgan, the chance of JP Morgan going under in the next few years is very small, but at the same token, if you go for with some small bank that'll offer amazing rates, there's, you know, there's a chance that they might go under. Mm-hmm. It's a non-zero chance, right? I mean, it's it, it's not zero. Um, whereas you know, JP Morgan is a lot closer to zero. Um, so that's something to consider, right? Um, but again, as part of a diversified portfolio with a diversified set of banks and diversified set of instruments, they can give you what you want, right? It can really give you the upside and the downside protection that you're looking for. Um, and there's a whole variety of products. I mean, literally, you you know. Uh, you you could go out there and you can say, I want this, I want A, B, and C, right? And we can send that out to all the different investment banks out there and they will come back with quotes and they'll tell you, well, we'll give you A that looks like this and we'll give you B that, you know, up till this and this is what it's going to cost, right? Mm-hmm. And you can create the ride-in experience that you want with the risk that you're willing to take without taking on the surrender charges, the hidden costs, the hidden terms that you find with annuities. But I will also say there's another product from annuity companies that uh, is 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 a recent product, um, and it's something that is very different from firm to firm, so from carrier to carrier. So you got to be careful, um, and you got to really understand the terms. But there's something called a registered index linked annuity, right? A RILA. Mm-hmm. Um, and these things are designed to kind of compete. They're somewhere between these principal protected notes and these market linked CDs. They're designed to compete somewhere in the middle over there, and those are um, th- those can be very appealing and fit into the right situation and the right uh, portfolio. Well, to me, oh my goodness, we're just about out of time, label. But I'm wondering, I'm I'm going to assume, and I should never do that with you, that uh, if someone is interested in one of these products, they should go to an advisor like a label Sternbach. I, they should go, they should shop multiple advisors. Um, that's okay. number one. Even if you come to us, right? You shop with uh, multiple advisors. 
because you want to know one, what's the product that they're going to put you in or the type of products, um, what's their philosophy, what does it take to get out of it, right? Because not everyone has access to the same products. Um, so that's number one. Number two is what are the you know financial planning services that you get along with it? Like for instance, with our clients, right? It doesn't matter. You give us one dollar or you give us a million dollars, right? We're going to give you that same service as being a client. And all of a sudden you get financial planning, tax planning, you know, um, Roth conversion strategies, all the other stuff that come along for the ride. And so you may say, hey, we want, you know, I got this money. It's in a bank CD. It's maturing. I want something that gives me a little bit more or I just want, you know, uh, I can't get my local bank is not giving me good rates anymore. Let me go to label and you get tax planning along for the ride. Right. There you go. Well, Label, we got to leave it right there. I wish we had more time to talk about all these products. Perhaps we can tee this up again and and go deeper into these different types of products that can help our customers. But that's all the time we have for today. If you'd like to purchase some of these products in your account, book a free call with Yields for You and the team there at www.yields, the number four, the letter U.com can help you. As always, stay safe. And until the next time, I'm Freddie Bell, and this is New Beginnings. Hear today's words to the wise. Take the time to listen with your heart. In the hustle and bustle of life, it's easy to get caught up in the noise. But amidst the chaos, there's profound wisdom in pausing, breathing, and truly hearing not just with your ears, but with the depth of your heart. Your heart knows the nuances, the unspoken words, and the emotions that words alone may not convey. So in your journey, grant yourself the gift of heartfelt listening to others, to the world, and most importantly, to the whispers of your own soul. In those quiet moments, you might discover the beauty of understanding and connection that goes beyond the surface. Listen with your heart and let the symphony of life stories resonate with you. Today's words to the wise, take the time to listen with your heart. Thank you for listening to New Beginnings. You can stay up to date with this show. All you have to do is go to Google or to Apple and download the Freddie Bell Radio Shows app. Yes, download the Freddie Bell Radio Shows app and you'll be up to date on everything concerning this show and anything related to Freddie Bell. More to come. Stay with us. The Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, Minnesota Family Investment Program, MFIP, and WIC Nutrition, along with other available programs, can help you buy food while budgets are tight. SNAP, MFIP, and WIC benefits can help families access additional support as well, including health screenings, emergency assistance, nutrition education, and employment training. Apply online at applymn.dhs.mn.gov. This message is powered by the Minnesota Department of Health. As New Beginnings continues, we now take you to the spirituality portion of our program, where we introduce the Senior Minister of Unity South Twin Cities, the Reverend James Stacy. We now join Reverend Stacy with a program already in progress. Recently, I was a guest speaker at Unity South Church. It happened during the holidays, and we were talking about steadfast love. Here is part two of that address. Many years ago, there was a, a little girl who was suffering from a rare and a serious blood disease. Her only, her only chance of recovery 
appeared to be a blood transfusion from her five-year-old brother. He had miraculously survived the same disease not long before, and he, like the individual who had the COVID antibodies, had developed something in her blood that would combat the disease. So the doctor asked the little boy, he said, son, if, would you be willing to give your sister your blood to help her to live? He hesitated only for a second. He goes, yes, I'll do it if it'll save her life. As the transfusion was progressing and he's laying in the bed next to his sister, the tubes and all of that going on, he looked over at his sister and he saw the color returning to her cheeks. He looked up at the doctor, still laying there, and he says with a trembling voice, well, will I start to die right away? Being young, the little boy had misunderstood the doctor. He thought that he was going to give all of his blood to his sister to save her life. And he was willing to do that unconditionally. There are no conditions to be enveloped in God's love. It's already embedded in you, in us. This morning, that should be comforting. The idea should be especially comforting to those who might have a feeling that somehow you've fallen short or don't measure up or feel as though your lives are on a, on a point that maybe it's not been ideal for you for some reason. So with this unconditionality, this steadfast aspect of love and as beloved individuals, we automatically are worthy and deserving of all that God has and is. Our job today, our job this holiday season, is to commune with that Christ. It's God's good pleasure to give us the kingdom of heaven. A few years ago, I wrote an, an affirmation, and it simply says this, that I am worthy of all the love and all the goodness that God has to give. Did you know that we are worthy of our divine nature? That's number three. We are worthy. There's an opportunity that uh, came about where I could have something that was something like uh, a sales manager's job. And I was really excited about it. I saw all the attributes of it. I saw the money. But I saw the attributes of the job. And I, I applied. And I was getting nowhere. Nobody called. There was no interview. People were getting interviews for this opportunity. I wasn't. There was only one spot. And secretly, I started thinking that somehow I just didn't measure up and believe that my competitors were immensely much more qualified than I was. I left a unity service about this time of the year. And I understood that I'm worthy. So I started believing that I was good, if not better, than my competitors vying for that same promotion. 
And folks, things started to happen. When I turned within and realized my self-worth, things started to happen. The hiring manager flew in across the country to see me. <laughs> the others had telephone interviews. At the conclusion, he told me, he said this, if, if I presented myself to others as I presented myself to him, he says, I'm sure that you'll do extremely well. I got that doggone job. I didn't mean to say doggone. <laughs> Knowing that we are worthy opens the door to love. It opens the door to faith. It opens the door to hope. It opens the joy, the door to joy. It opens up the door to all that God has to give. Do you want all that God has to give? Yes. We get that simply because we are part of the divine. In my case, the door not only opened, but the man got on the plane to see me, this person who saw himself as a cut above. All of this is possible because of our spiritual identity. That's number four, our spiritual identity. So when we are adored, when we are cherished, when we are beloved, Yvette, what is being communicated is that this is our true spiritual nature. This spiritual identity goes beyond the ego or the material self. Who we are, our spiritual identity, recognizes the deeper divine essence within every one of us. It also affirms that all the positive qualities that we can call forth, such as kindness, we heard that this morning, compassion and love, all of that is a part of our spiritual identity. To me, it's a really lofty position to have all of that. And it should be an encouragement to everybody this morning to recognize and express these qualities in every day of our lives. We are set apart. We are heirs to all the love that God is. Isn't it wonderful to know that you're loved? How does it feel, even in the one-to-one -one relationship, when you know that this individual or this situation is a loving situation? It's even much more when it comes from the inside out. The balance of today's scripture in the next part of the Daily Word says that, Beloved, let us love one another. Well, how can I love another when I can't even stand to be in the same place with somebody else? How can you do that? Did you hear the way that person just talked to me? Did you see that look that person gave to me? You talking about me loving, did you, did you know what political party that person is a part of? How can I love? Claude, have mercy. How can I love when my money is funny and my change is not even there? 
How can I love when my health seems to be falling apart? How can I love? How can I even try? The scripture answers all of that. It says that love isn't from you. I don't know if you heard me. The scripture says love isn't from you. The scripture says love one another because love is from God. It's inherent. You just heard a message coming from the Reverend James Stacy, the senior minister of Unity South in the Twin Cities. More information is found at their website at unitysouth.org. It's a joy to be with you each week, and it happened this week. In 1973, former President Lyndon B. Johnson died at the age of 64. In 1973, the U.S. Supreme Court issued a decision in the Roe v. Wade case. The justices ruled that the Constitution allows women the right to an abortion. In 1980, the Professional Golf Association began a senior tour. In 1995, Rose Fitzgerald Kennedy died at the age of 104. She is the only woman in history to be the daughter of a mayor of a major city, wife of an ambassador, and the mother of a president, two senators, and an ambassador. In 1997, the Senate confirmed Madeleine Albright as the nation's first female Secretary of State. In 2006, Los Angeles Laker NBA star Kobe Bryant scored 81 points in a matchup between the Lakers and the Toronto Raptors. It was the second most points scored by a single player in a single game in NBA history. Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game in 1962. In 2009, in one of his first official acts as Commander-in-Chief, President Barack Obama signed orders to close the military prison in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, within one year. Obama also set policies and interrogation of suspects and set up a special task force. In 2012, former Penn State head football coach Joe Paterno died after a brief battle with lung cancer. He was 85. Paterno was Division I's all-time winning as coach before he was fired in 2011 in November amid a sex abuse scandal involving an assistant coach. In 2014, the dwarf planet of Ceres had water vapor detected on it. In 2016, around 500 motorists were stranded for 24 hours on the New Jersey Turnpike in Pennsylvania due to a winter storm. In 2018, the U.S. government ended its three-day shutdown. In 2019, Netflix was worth $100 billion. This made it the largest entertainment and digital media company in the world. And in 2019, 2020. The city of Wuhan, China, locked down in an effort to control the spread of the coronavirus. At this time, there were 500 people sick and 17 deaths due to the respiratory illness. It happened this week, and I'm Freddie Bell. That's our show, and thanks to our special guests for stopping by and sharing information that we hope can change lives. If you missed any of today's show, you can subscribe to our podcast or just Google Freddie Bell or stop by my website of the same name. Thanks for listening, and remember that each day is a chance for a new beginning. See you next week. 